Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, St. Joe's students and anyone else tuning in. Welcome to the very first episode of Will and Christian in the morning. I'm Christian. I'm Will. And all right, we got a little show for you today. So today, uh, because it's the first show, we're just going to do a little bit of uh, introduction so you guys get to know who we are. We're going to talk about you know our favorite movies, favorite TV shows, because this is pop culture discussion show. Um, so we'll start with some interest. Will, why don't you go see your uh, little Hawk host intro? My little Hawk? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, my name is Will. I'm a sophomore here at St. Joe's. I'm a marketing major uh, with a German minor. Um, I guess on campus, I'm involved in, uh, I'm in Hawk host. I'm in Hawk Capella, 54th and City. I do a lot of music, uh, theater type stuff. I do Fall by Bear also. I just wrote a script actually for it. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, I just like to get involved with that kind of stuff on campus. How about you, Christian? Well, my name is Christian. I am also a sophomore. I am also, also a marketing major. <laughs> um, I'm also thinking of adding on a finance double major. We'll see about that. Um, I'm also involved in a lot of music on campus. I'm involved in the chapel choir. I'm in 54th City, uh, you know, the acapella group. And I am involved in the theater company. Right now, we're working on company. That's our fall show. Exciting stuff. Um, all right. So uh, we thought to kind of start the show because this is all pop culture discussion we could start talking about some of our favorite movies and favorite tv shows so why don't we start with the movies you want to start well i'll start um we'll like five to one like okay yeah. like so five five four four like my five, order five, i don't know about you my order isn't completely like I mean, my it's like favorite a, it's like a general yeah kind of like because i'm bad at picking favorites but um so i guess my number five in movies, I really like Back to the Future. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on, I can't. Can you hear? I can't really hear. Have we been? Hold on. I just want to check. Oh no. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think we're okay. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't hear you from the headphones, but I guess we're good. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really like Back to the Future. <laughs> I think that's like one of those movies where every single shot is like kind of perfectly crafted and like everything kind of fits Fantastic together. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm. Pretty, most people have seen it if you haven't uh it's about this teenager who um is friends with this kind of mad scientist and who creates a time machine out of a delorean and he accidentally gets sent back in time where he ends up meeting his parents lots of crazy stuff happens um but uh it's one if of you my haven't favorites seen it, it's a fantastic movie yes i like one better than two and three though like two and three i, I like but one I like, is i'd say two is probably my favorite although it's like close with one and then three is good but like not really uh i was just gonna say get a little closer than like maybe oh okay um oh, yeah three i don't know two and three are a little strange to me but i really like one i i thought three was kind of strange i don't know okay uh my number five is whiplash starring miles teller and jk simmons um it is a very intense movie if you haven't seen it it's about this jazz drummer named Andrew who um, goes to this very pre prestigious music school and he meets this instructor who's one of the higher ups named Fletcher and he joins Fletcher's very very intense jazz band and I don't really want to give it away but it is so so intense I know like it's it's whether you really love the movie it is yeah. um, it's directed by Damien Chazelle my favorite directors <laughs> I'll talk about him a little more later, but um, yeah, it's very, um, it's really intense, and 
little violent, little gory. Not like super yeah. violent and gory. No, it's not like a like slasher movie. No, no, <laughs> yeah. but it is like it's it's great. You should definitely check it out. So my number four is also with Flash. Um, <laughs> I remember a bit of a crossover. Yeah, my sister told me about like the movie because she's like a musician and she had really good things about it. It was like uh, in the running for the Oscars and everything, and we watched it, and it like blew me away. Like, I'm a musician, not like as much as the character in that movie, but I've like dealt with, um, not like trying to be the best, but there's a lot of moments in that movie where the director is like really freaking out of the character or, like, really pushing them. I haven't had a director that has done, like, something as extreme as Fletcher does in that movie, but I've gotten, like, intimidated. I sometimes would get, like, uh, feeling like that. But just the last ten minutes or so of that movie are unbelievable. Just watching it just for that is worth it. Um, Okay. Uh, My number four is Inglorious Bastards. Uh, It's a... Tarantino film. It stars Brad Pitt, Christoph Waltz. Um, stars like a bunch of other people, like Michael Fassbender's in it for a little bit. Um, I think um, Mike Myers is in it for a little bit. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet. I need, it's on oh Netflix. It's on Netflix. You should definitely watch it. But it's a basic plot. It's like these American soldiers during World War II who try and um, just kind of take down the Nazis. Um, Brad Pitt's sort of like the American general and He's a pretty funny character because he's like this all-American tough guy. He's like, we're going to go kill some Nazis. Go kill some Nazis. Give me 100 Nazi scalps. That's a great movie. Um, Tarantino's another one of my favorite directors, but it's on Netflix. Definitely, you should check it out. Yeah, I got to check it out. A lot of Tarantino movies are on Netflix, and I still haven't really watched most of them. Inglourious Bastards is probably my favorite Tarantino movie. Okay. I know Pulp Fiction is probably most... People's, I mean, I really like Pulp Fiction, but I think Glorious Bastards just does it for me. Yeah, I'm just going to have to do like a marathon one of these days. Cause like, should. We should do that. We should. Um, <laughs> the next one on my list is... This is three? This is three. three. Uh, it's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So when I watch movies, I usually <laughs> like... I don't usually watch like super dramas or like crazy mm-hmm. like dark movies. I usually watch ones that are like a little more fun or like <laughs> wacky or funny. Mm-hmm. Um... It's an Edgar Wright movie directed by Edgar Wright. I love Edgar, Edgar Wright movies, gosh. Uh, he also did, like, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz uh, with Simon Pegg, and he those are like, hilarious, too. I think he was going to do Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man he was gonna He was going to do Ant-Man, and then he backed out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Or there, were, there were issues. He also did Baby Driver, which I still haven't oh, seen yet, but... Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I should have made my list. That is such a good movie. His Baby directing Driver. style is <laughs> some of, like, the strangest I've ever seen, but I love it. His, like style of comedy he does a lot of visual comedy which i always like uh like his movies like if you look at like one of his comedy movies compared to like a typical like american mm-hmm. like regular comedy but they're yeah. so different um and this movie it has uh like michael Sarah, uh, aubrey plaza uh, anna kendrick as brie Larson, and chris, like evans. chris evans um it's a weird movie it's a weird movie but i love it <laughs> I, um my cousin johnny who may or not be listening right now shout out johnny he loves this movie I, I like he's obsessed with this movie and like uh, my brother watched it and he was like it was okay and then we just kind of well, your brother's this, like, wrong <laughs> what, he's a, he, we have this like running gag just like how much like Scott Pilgrim sucks we're like hey Johnny or like well, just like whenever we're talking about something bad we're like this is so bad just like Scott Pilgrim <laughs> and he just like he gets so mad but uh, it's a weird movie I liked it well uh, but yeah so if you haven't seen it um, it's about <laughs> This guy named Scott Pilgrim lives in Canada, and he 
gets this crush on this girl that he meets uh, at a party. And the whole movie is him trying to get with her, and meanwhile he has to fight off her seven evil exes to mm-hmm. be able to be with her. It's a, it's based on a comic book, and yeah. there's a lot of like video game visuals. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird. Movie. It is weird, but, but I like it. It's fun. I but love. It was, I think it it's fun. hilarious. It um, but yeah, and it's got like stars that I like in it. You can see Captain yeah. America like ride a skateboard. It's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's on Netflix too. So oh, yeah. you have no excuse. <laughs> All right, my number three movie. Is School of Rock, okay, starring Jack Black and um, a bunch of kids. I forget who the uh, the female. I forget her name. Um, I don't know, but uh, Jack Black, bunch of kids. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it is, in my opinion, it's a cool. I don't think I've seen it all the way no. through. I've seen scenes of it. But... Um, so basic plot is about this guy named Dewey Finn who's in a rock band. He's like super lazy doesn't really do much gets kicked out of his band but he is a passionate musician and broke so he sort of steals like a job a substitute job from his roommate named ned schneebly so he poses as ned schneebly and does some substitute teaching at an elementary school and he isn't really into it at first but then he finds out his the kids in his class are all talented musicians and there's an upcoming battle of the band so he decides to throw out all the learning stuff and teach his kids to be in a rock and roll band to perform in the Battle of the Bands. It is a great movie. Uh, Jack Black, as always, is wonderful. Um, It spawned a Broadway musical, I think, just ended its run pretty recently. I've heard good things about it, too. Yeah, it's really good. Um, But, like, one of the things I love about this movie, the whole gimmick is that, like, the kids are playing instruments. Like, they're not, like, amazing, and they're not, like, great singers either, but, like, it's just the whole thing that like these little kids can like shred on guitar or like yeah. play drums. It's it's pretty cool. I love it. And Jack Black, of course, fantastic. Isn't uh, Miranda Cosgrove in it? Miranda Cosgrove is one of the kids. She's like the band manager. Okay. She was the band manager. Um I don't think any of the other kids had like other careers. I don't I don't really remember. You just um, do read Yeah. Oh, they had they lay um it also spawned like a crappy Nickelodeon show. I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> with like it was it was weird, and they like put focus on like one of the kids that didn't get a lot of focus in the movie. Okay, and like not as much Jack Black, and the guy who played Dewey Finn was just not good. Was it just like the movie stretched out into a show for and, kids? It, I think like the first episode was kind of like the movie, and then they just sort of like continued with. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't really watch it, but it's weird. But definitely check it out. School of Rock. All right, so my number two is the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, okay. So, okay. people who know me, I'm a very big MCU fan, but I didn't always. I wasn't always. Uh, I used to like not like any of them, and anytime someone would bring them up, I'd be like, "Oh, they're dumb." And then incorrect. Well, yeah, it is incorrect now. <laughs> I've changed my ways. Um, but I remember it might have been my dad or someone told me they're like, "Oh, you should check out this like movie, this Guardians of the Galaxy movie," and I knew. The thing that I was like, okay, I'll watch it, is because I heard that there was a talking raccoon and a talking tree in it. So I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I watched it, and I loved it. Like, I like sci-fi stuff, and I like Chris Pratt. I like all, like, the people who are in the movie. And um, it was kind of, like, nothing, like, sci-fi I'd seen before. Like, it's got its own style, and it's different even from, like, all the other MCU movies. Like, it's still my favorite out of all of them, even with all the different styles and everything. Um, The music... Oh, obviously it's fantastic if you haven't seen it it's about 
this kind of like space outlaw uh, who finds this uh, very powerful like object and mm. uh, he ends up tangled with like a bunch of people who are after it and they kind of become like a little family together. Yeah, it's like a band of misfits becomes a family. And the visuals in it are also <coughs> fantastic. Like mm. Rocket Raccoon like looks yeah. like a real raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's always like I feel like that's the one out of the MCU that I've watched the most. That, um, yeah, um, I didn't put any Marvel movies on my list, even though like I'm a huge, huge Marvel fan. But I didn't put any of the movies on my list because I, it's hard to like rank them. Mm -hmm. But I think Guardians is definitely up there. I think my favorite might be like Winter Soldier or something like that. But yeah, I used to hate Winter Soldier. It's a great movie. Russo I know. Brothers. I think it was the first time I watched it. I wasn't paying attention, yeah, and then like, I watched it again. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Russo Brothers first. MCU movie. Yeah. I'm going to be talking about them a little later. Yes. All right. Um, my number two, La La Land. Of course. Of course. Um, <clears throat> it's another Damien Chazelle movie. Um, it stars Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Um, the basic plot is about, you know, these two characters, Mia and Sebastian, who are just sort of trying to make it in Hollywood. Um, Mia is trying to become an actress. And Sebastian is a jazz musician who's trying to open up his own club. And, you know, it's like, you know, a modern kind of Hollywood love story. That's sort of like a take on the classic Hollywood music. Yeah, musicals. it's like a love letter to It's like a love letter Hollywood. to old, sort of like singing in the rain and all that. But, uh, um, like, I bump this soundtrack, like, every day. Obviously, like, I just watched it for the first time this past uh, yeah, Saturday made with Christian Maybe Watch It. And now I've been bumping it. the soundtrack. There you go. There you go. It is a great movie um uh it had a lot of oscar buzz when it first came out i think in like 2017 2017 2018 didn't come out no, 2016 yeah and then it like for the 2017 oh yeah but uh it won six oscars and eight golden globes which is the most golden globes won by a movie a single movie and it Almost one best picture, kind of. Yeah, that little they mix announced up. It, and then it took them three minutes to say, "Wait, no, Moonlight won," which, in my opinion, not as good as La La Land. It was good. Moonlight was pretty good, but like I didn't. As uh, a lot of, oh, sorry, sorry about that. A lot of people know mic. I have a uh, strong love for this movie, and you know, very distaste that it didn't win best picture. Mm -hmm. Very angry. I'm that. gonna have to like watch it again with like focus because we were just kind of like chilling and watching it, yeah, and I wasn't yeah. paying attention to the whole thing. Um, my favorite character in the movie is Greg. Um, Greg, oh, he's in it for two scenes. Um, and, um, oh, another funny thing. Um, so it's directed by Damien Chazelle, who is also the director of Whiplash. J.K. Simmons is in Whiplash. He's also in this movie, who plays like a little restaurant owner who hates jazz. It's kind of funny because in Whiplash, she's like the jazz instructor who's very, very passionate about jazz. Yes, very passionate. Yeah. Not quite my yeah. tempo. Um, my number one, I wouldn't say this is my favorite movie, but I just put it at my number one, is The Iron Giant. Um, I've never seen that. Well, we're going to have to change that. Um, so when I was... But I, like, I, I never got to see it. When I was a kid, um, when we would get sick, we would bring up this tiny little TV that had like a, a VCR built in. And we'd have, like, some of our tapes. Like, we had, like, Toy Story. We had, like, Star Wars. And one of them was The Iron Giant. And I don't know, like, why my parents had gotten it, but I would watch it constantly. And it became, like, my favorite, like, movie when I was a little kid. 
and I'd still say that's probably one of my favorite animated movies, if not my favorite. But um, it's directed by Brad Bird, who's also done Incredibles movies, Ratatouille, one of the Mission Impossibles, um, and uh, it's got like Jennifer Aniston, Harry Connick Jr., um, Vin Diesel is the Iron Giant in it. Um, but it's a pretty simple story, but it's like really well done. It's about this kid who um finds this giant robot like out in the woods that's crash landed from a different planet and doesn't like remember anything so he kind of teaches it to like be his friend and they like have a bond and then the government's trying to go after it and find the giant and take it down um but it's like i don't know it's animated like most animated movies people are like oh it's a kid's movie and it's like Mm -hmm. kids can watch it but it's really like a movie that anybody can watch um there's actually some kind of like mature stuff in it. Nothing like inappropriate, yeah. but um mature themes. It's got really good messages about like um <laughs> kind of like choosing how you want to live your life, things like that. The ending is heartbreaking. Um but it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is now. Um but and it was like critically acclaimed, but it made like no money at the box office. And whenever I ask people, oh, the Iron Giant, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I feel like that's like I've heard of it as like a cult classic. Movie. It is. So it definitely that, is. That surprises me that like it didn't do well at the box office. They didn't market it well, um, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just a really beautiful movie. Like it's well animated. It's a very heartwarming movie. I love it. It's my favorite animated movie. I think, and that's why I put it as my number one. Nice. Well, uh, my number one is Back to the Future, okay. which we already talked about. But I do want to talk about. I'll do like a little honorable mention because. You mentioned beautifully animated, heartwarming, stormy, bad stormy? Mar- story, <laughs> bad marketing. This is a little movie called Megamind. <laughs> Honestly, okay, so this is like a DreamWorks movie, and it stars Will Ferrell, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey, David Cross, Jonah and Hill. Jonah Hill. It is like, you know, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is like a dumb kids movie. But like, honestly, like I rewatched it recently. And it is actually, it's a really it's good, good movie. And it was like overshadowed by um, Despicable Me because they were both like oh, villain that, movies. Like, to hell, like, oh. This movie, so it's, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. Basic <laughs> plot is, it's this, about this supervillain named Megamind who, you know, he's like a bad guy, really bad at being a bad guy. Yeah, you know, it's like the hero always <laughs> wins, the, uh, the villain always loses, but then there's, you know, Pretty early on in the movie, he actually succeeds in killing the superhero Metroid. Well, that's it's like, mm-hmm. I know, it's and like the first time. <laughs> so the whole plot of the movie is him figuring out like, what am I gonna do now that I won? Like he rules the city. He's like, now what? And it's sort of it's like this really cool twist on the superhero genre. Yeah, it kind of turns it on its head. Because, like in normal superhero movies, like you know the superhero and the supervillain struggle. Supervillain like seems to win, but then the good always rises in the end mm-hmm. but like in this the very beginning like evil wins and now he's like now what now what and it, it is i highly suggest you watch yeah it. it's, it's really, really good, good. it's and funny like, yeah it's well paced the humor even though it's like a kid's movie and it's, it's pretty like, funny it's dreamworks it's pretty funny um i kind of like it better than shrek oh you know probably. what i can compare <laughs> the iron giant to um kind of like how to train your dragon but better um like it's different but like it's a similar <laughs> thing where like they find something yeah. like dangerous mm-hmm. kind of have to like hide it that from people dreamers have put out some good movies yeah lately they've been not good ones yeah um all right well that's all right do you have anything else about back to the future to say i mean oh well um when i was a kid 
we would watch Back to the Future. So uh, my grandparents live in Illinois. So every Christmas when we would go visit them, we'd drive 12 hours okay. from Pennsylvania to Illinois. And um, we'd watch a lot of movies. Back to the Future was one of them. Like, we would watch all three. So these movies are, like, ingrained in my mind. Mm-hmm. More so the first two, the third one. Yeah, the third one like, but, um, like, I've seen these movies so many times. And every, t- like, no matter how many times I watch them, it never gets stale. I'll watch Back to the Future anytime it's on TV it's if funny. I see it's and, on there. Like, we would, like... You know, like, before watching the movie, you know, my dad would, like, start asking questions about the movie, and, like, we would know exactly yeah. what he's talking about, and we'd, like, quote the movie all the time. It is, if you haven't seen it, fantastic. Go with the times, it's 2019, go, time. go watch it. Yeah, he, uh, great movie. Someone's yelling outside. It's the elementary school. Ridiculous, no. <laughs> okay, uh, so, now we can transition to, um, TV shows. We also prepared our four? I four? did four, yeah. Yeah, I have top four... TV shows. Um, we'll do the same thing for for the so. Uh, you start the movies. I'll start the TV shows. Yeah, go ahead. My number four TV show is Glow. Okay. So that is a pretty recent show that is a Netflix original. Should I close the window? <clears throat> um, is it gonna get hot in here? I mean, it's a little chilly. Out. I don't know. Um, Whatever, it's fine. Just deal with the screaming. I mean, well, here. Let's see. Can I... Let's see if the viewers can hear. They can't really hear it. Okay. We're, they just told them to stop screaming, so we're all good. Stop screaming. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, so Glow, it's Glow. a Netflix original. Um, it's third season, just released pretty recently, but uh, it stars Alison Brie. Um, I think and that's it. <laughs> well, that's that's probably, like, the most recognizable uh, character from the show, but, like, I love all of the characters in the show. Um, it is about... The making of a women's wrestling TV show in the 80s called Glow, which stands for the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it's, you know, it focuses less on, like, actual, like, wrestling as just, like, you know, like, the drama behind the scenes and, like, the making of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really want, want to give, like, too much away, but it is, I, I like, I love every character. Um, it's, like... 30 minute episodes 10 per season but it just i'm just hooked like i cannot stop watching it i yeah i actually just started it at the recommendation of christian i've gotten a couple episodes in and it it is pretty good so far i'm enjoying it um it's definitely like mature yeah um there are some mature themes and actions it's rated ma for a reason (laughs) so don't watch it with your kids um but it is it's a really good show it's you know sort of like kind of like Feminism in the 80s, you know, like women trying to be empowered. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's women's wrestling, so that's something that was, like, not really heard of back then. But and the main was, character is, like, an aspiring actress who, like, can't get any roles uh, because... Yeah. But she... Uh, I love every character. I, I don't really want to talk too much about it, but it is really, really good, and I think you should watch it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Yes. <laughs> All right, so my number four is kind of cheating. Um... I put Parks and Rec, but I'd also put, like, any other Michael Schur show. Um, like, he's done... He did Parks and Rec. He's done The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place. Okay, so just kind of, like, those shows. Those shows, but I'd say Parks and Rec's probably my favorite out of them. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I've never... i never really watched Parks... I watched a little bit of Parks and Rec, but... So I can't say, like, oh, The Office is better. It's like I've watched... All the so, I love The Office also. <laughs> I've watched that, like... I've, like, I've watched through that, like, a couple times. 
and it's like a show that i like if i'm just want to like relax and watch something but oh, like yeah. parks and rec is wackier it's like the office kind of but it's wackier mm-hmm. and it's like more outlandish and i just like the characters better um <coughs> like they're all kind of mm-hmm. i don't know like i don't like michael scott uh really i think he's a jerk <laughs> i was like he's kind of a I mean, like, I think he's, like, kind of adorably dorky and stupid. But then any time that he, like, does something, like, good, the next episode he immediately, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. loses all of that by doing something, I mean, another like, horrible I thing. I think he, 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 like, grows on you. Like, it's I guess. I mean, it's sad when he... Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like everyone's watched The Office. I feel like everyone's seen The Office. <laughs> um, but um, Parks and Rec, uh, it's about a group of people in the... Parks and Recreation Department and uh, Pawnee, Indiana, and mm. it's them just trying to. Um, you get projects done. It's mostly like the head woman Leslie Nope trying to get things done mm. and uh, go through all like bureaucratic red tape, and she runs into problems. And uh, it's got some, these... uh, some good stars. Yeah, it's got Nick Offerman. It's got uh, Amy Poehler, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, mm. Rashida Jones. It's like a fat Chris Pratt before he like slimmed down for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but um. I just think it's hilarious, and there's a lot From of like, what I've seen. I like started watching it, but I never really got into. If it. If you haven't like seen it. it, the first season, it's kind of like The Office, where the first season sucks, uh, or it's not. It doesn't suck, but it's not representative of the rest of the show. Like season two is where it really like starts to <clears throat> yeah. get good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, it's really good. But yeah, I also love the other shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a good show. I love to watch. Good Place it's coming back soon. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Last season. Um, <laughs> I, like, started watching that, like, when it first premiered, and I, like, never really, like, got into it. Like, it was good, but, like, I was never really, oh, I want to continue watching. There's, I'd say The Good Place is worth it, but you have to watch at least through, like, the first season because big things happen that change, like, the whole show um, that I can't Mm -hmm. give away, but uh, it gets really good. And it's one of those shows where, like, the, there aren't really filler episodes. Like, every episode, like, something is happening to move the plot forward, and, like, something will happen, you'll be like, oh, this will take, like, five episodes to resolve, and, like, the next episode, it's done. Mm -hmm. Like, which I love. Like, I don't like, Mm -hmm. I don't like watching, like, filler, like, things that aren't Mm -hmm. gonna progress the plot. Yeah. Okay, so my number three is Psych. Okay. Uh, So it is a, it was a show on USA Network starring James Roday and Dulé Hill. Um... Movie second movie got just got pushed back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It got pushed back. It got pushed back. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so it is a show that ran, I think, like eight seasons, maybe nine. Uh, so it is about. It takes place in Santa Barbara, California. It's about this guy named Sean Spencer who his dad was a cop. I thought you said Sean Spicer. <laughs> no, Spencer. Sean Spencer. Um. He his dad was a police officer and like a detective. So he as a kid. His dad taught him, like, all these, you know, like, observation skills. So his observation skills are super, super tight. So he uses that to pretend that he's a psychic. Okay. And that's why it's called psych. So he pretends to be a psychic and works cases for the Santa Barbara Police Department. So he butts heads with um, two of the head detectives there, uh, Carlton Laster and Juliet O'Hara. I think uh, Carlton Laster is played by... Timothy Omonson, who's also on Galavant, which is a show Galavan. I love. <laughs> but um, it's a fun show. It's a funny show. Like every every episode is like a different criminal, a different crime, but also it's like super hilarious. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon I think. Prime. So All the seasons too. Make you watch it. Don't yeah, I'll watch it. I have too much of a backlog. <laughs> yeah, um, it's very good. I highly suggest you watch it. My 
Number three is Agents of Shield. <laughs> you know what? I that was not on my list, but now I'm thinking about it, like I need to put it on my list. So um, wait. so this is a show. So, like I said, I'm a big MCU fan, and I decided last year I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch the shows. There's like the Netflix shows, which I actually just uh, started Daredevil oh, a couple so days good. ago. Like oh. I had watched the first episode last year, and then I like stopped. <laughs> so good. But I just started again. Um, and so I like watched like Agent Carter, another great show. Um, and then. I was like agent. It was Agents of Shield was the next one like I had to watch, and mm. I'd heard good things about it, and I started watching the first season, and I hated it. I was like, "This <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore of this." But the I was like, "I'll get through it." Slow. I'll get through it. But the cool thing about the show is that um, it's about um, like the main character is Phil Coulson, who was in a lot of like the early uh, yeah, he MC in, movies. Um, he was in like Iron Man. He was in Thor for a little bit. Yeah, he was in Iron Man. He was in Thor, Iron Man 2. Um, but he, he died in Avengers. Yes, spoilers. Loki stabs him through the chest. Um, um, and then this they like a year later, they decided to make this show where he's been resurrected. And How? Well, you'll have, you'll to, have watch to watch the show. Out. But it's about kind of this team that he has put together of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, which is like the... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the <laughs> FBI, FBI... Like the... Like, yeah, like the it's like a government agency it's that like, like no one knows about, but everyone knows about. Yeah, yeah, it's like I guess it's like the FBI of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like Nick Fury's the director of Shield. Yes, and we see like all you know these are all like the Shield agents. Mm-hmm. But it um, it starts out really slow until certain things happen because it actually ties into the movies when at least some of them when they were first mm-hmm. coming out. There's an episode after the second Thor movie where they're like cleaning up after like the stuff that happened in that movie (laughs) the big tie-in is with winter soldier which Which we're not gonna we're not gonna spoil anything about it that's when the show gets good it's like towards the end of season one and then just kind of goes uphill and just ever since then the show has gotten better and better with every season they've added like powered characters they've like like some some comic characters like they uh big comic characters humans they like kind of do that they did it better than like the Inhumans TV show that kind of was like terrible. And this isn't really a spoiler. In one of the later seasons, Ghost Rider shows Ghost Rider up, shows up. Um, which is insane, and they do an amazing job. Yeah. Um, it's also one of like the it has some of the best lately special effects I've seen on a TV show. Like yeah. some of their but some of their budget has been like really and, high, so they've been able to. And, oh my god. The characters. The characters. Like like Phil Coulson is like you know the main character, but like the other main characters kind of steal the show. Yeah, there's a the team like kind of changes every so often. There's also characters that have stayed the whole time, and they've grown from like. If you look at season one, there's certain characters that are like children, and by like now they're like they've gone through so much. They've, I'd say, uh, it's been I'd insane. Say Fitzsimmons are probably my favorite pairing of characters in like yes. any TV show, like right behind Sean and Gus. Yeah. Like, um, so but yeah, there's. I know we're not explaining it like super well, but. Uh, if you like superhero kind of shows, if you like even kind of like cr- not crime shows, but like <laughs> yeah, it's kind of they're doing like detective work it's kind like, of stuff. It's sometimes. like a drama kind of superhero kind of stuff. It's cool. Just it's just, good. It's um, on Netflix. Yeah, Hulu, all the, all the seasons are on Netflix. It's on Hulu too. Uh, not really. Oh no. Well, um, it's on. It'll. Netflix. I think it might eventually be on Disney Plus when that drops. Yeah, it's, uh, it's six seasons, and there's going to be a seventh one coming next summer. So watch it. If you're yeah, if you're a Marvel fan, uh, it really like helps bridge yeah. the gap between the movies mm-hmm. and like yeah. TV. It's kind of like a look at another part of that world. Even if you don't like the Marvel movies, I'd still mm-hmm. suggest watching it because yeah. it's just overall a really great written. It's really well written. Um, all the characters, it's really well acted. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it's a fantastic yeah. show. Um, so, like I said, that wasn't on my list, but like before you mentioned it, I was like, 
why is it Agents of Shield? <laughs> so I'm going to say that my number two is a tie between Agents of Shield and Stranger Things. Stranger Things, okay. Oh my god. So I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen Stranger. Yeah, Things. Yeah, we don't need to know. explain Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, look it up. Finn Wolfhard, Millie Bobby Brown, Winona Ryder, David Harbour, <coughs> bunch of other people. Um, I don't know what I can say about the show. It is 80s nostalgia galore, and the characters are just fantastic. It is. I mean, everyone. So it's like, you know, the first season, like, this kid, Will Byers, he disappears, and then there's, like, some supernatural stuff, and then they're just trying to find Will, and it's just like, but, like, in the very beginning, it's like, these kids are the main actors. Like, they're, like, you're, like, 12, 13, yeah, like, very young. Pretty but they young are, teenagers. They are such good actors. It is insane. And everybody, you get invested <laughs> in, like, a lot of the side characters mm-hmm. that, like, grow to become a bigger part of the show, and yeah. people that you hate become people that you love, mm-hmm. and... Um, and they like the adults are also great actors. They have a lot of like '80s actors. Um, like uh, Winona Ryder was mm-hmm. is Will's mom Joyce. She was like you know a big '80s actor. Yeah. Um, they have uh, Sean Astin in the second season. Oh yeah, I love him. He's fantastic. Yes. Um, they have oh, what was his name Gary Elwes? I think his name is. He was from uh, The Princess Bride. He plays the the mayor in the third season. Uh, I, don't I think remember. his name is like Gary or something. Okay. But he was also a recurring character on Psych. That's why I love him. <laughs> oh. Um, and oh, I was gonna say, if you like Stranger Things already, <laughs> I would recommend the show called Dark to you. I haven't watched the whole thing, but Dark? it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's a German show. Um, about okay, you know what? I don't need that. Name. Um, it's, but there's an English dub or English subtitles if you really don't want to have to listen to German audio. Okay. But it's kind of like the German version of Stranger Things where kids are going missing and there's these weird things, uh, government agencies, like things happening in this town. I haven't watched all of it, but I've heard really <laughs> great things about it. So if you like, have finished Stranger Things and are like itching for another show, oh, so Dark um, is a good alternative. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that we have the same number one. We, I still haven't done my number two yet. Oh, sorry. My number two is Arrested Development. Um, This is a show that was on Fox for a couple years, like early 2000s, (laughs) and then was canceled after its third season. Um, And then in 2013, it was brought back uh, for a fourth season, and then the fifth season came out just this past summer, past year. I forget exactly when. It was split into two parts. Um, But it's about this crazy family that... It's a crazy rich family that they lose, like, all of their money. um, And... the one kind of sane person in the family has to kind of keep them all together. And it's one of the most quotable shows I've ever watched. Um, there's always a line from it that I can like pull out for something. Um, but, uh, it's all on Netflix. Netflix is the one that picked it back up, but just the style of humor. Um, it's one of those shows where you can watch it again and find stuff that, uh, you didn't see the first time before, like lots of foreshadowing stuff Mm. that I can't say because of spoilers, but, um, it's one of the only shows that I've like really watched through yeah, like I might have to go more to than I've like kind of I've never really seen it. I've watched like a, I think a couple little episodes. It's an like it's an acquired taste. Like it's strange humor, kind of like Scott Pilgrim. It's like strange humor, but I think it's really good. Um, and it's got like some big stars. It's got Michael Sarah, Jason Bateman, um, Jeffrey, Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, which I mean not anymore, but um, Jessica Walter, who's also on <clears throat> Archer. Um, uh, Tony Hale, who's been in, oh. like, he was just in Toy Story 4. He's, he's been on Veep. Um, cup, one of the, I think in, like, the most recent Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, he was in that. So, uh, 
obviously his no, best that's work. That's a great movie. Um, but it's just a hilarious show, yeah, and it kind of reminds me of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the kind of how the characters are all horrible people. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like funny to watch. Yeah, and it's just like really well paced. A lot of the episodes were directed by the Russo brothers. A couple of them, I forget which one. I think it was Russo brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah. who also have done like Avengers: Endgame, Winter and Soldier, Infinity War, Winter Infinity Soldier, War, Civil War, and we'll be talking about them some a little bit more in like a minute. <laughs> literally, some of the biggest movies in the world. But before they made some of the highest-grossing films of all time, there was one little show. Wait, did you have a number two? Did, did I do? No, Stranger Things was my number two. Oh. There was this little show that the Russo brothers worked on. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's both. It's our. Num- it's the number one on both of our yeah. lists. It's called Community. Community. Yes. This is the. Uh, it's kind of served for the whole inspiration for this show. Um, what can we say about? Community? So I've never understood how this wasn't more popular because I ask people all the time, "Have you watched Community? Yeah. Have you heard of it?" And they're like, "What is that?" But when it was like in its prime, mm-hmm. it was during the same block as Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec, and The Office. So yeah. I don't know how. I think like, it was like late. I think it might have been like season six or seven of The Office, like when that was on primetime yeah. NBC TV. But like, I don't know how, like how people, more people haven't heard of the show. Like, there's so much star power in the show. Like, there's, and it's where like a lot of people kind of not started out, but like, yeah, it's like they got Joel. Like when it first started, the only like notable. Name was probably Chevy Chase. Yeah, in like a bunch of eighties movies. Maybe now, like Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong, kind of. Um, but now it's got Joel McHale, Jillian Jacobs, um, little guy you might not have heard of him named Donald Glover. This is kind of his start to stardom. Yeah, and he like left this to sort of like work on like all his other stuff. Um, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi. Allison Brie. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown, Yvette aka Nicole Helen Brown. on Drake and Josh. <laughs> um, and then it just has so many like. Characters like come in for a little bit, like Jack Black is in an episode. Yeah, there's a lot of good great guests. Owen stars Wilson in that comes show. in for like two seconds. But yeah, um, it's. <laughs> we need a plot synopsis. How so do we is, explain this? Show? It's like okay, so it like takes place in a community college called Greendale in Colorado. I think. Yeah, it's Greendale and in Colorado. I guess like it, the show sort of starts off about this guy named Jeff Winger, who is a lawyer, but he sort of faked his way through. Um, college and to get his law degree and they find out that his law degree is fake so he has to go back to college and he ends up in the community college so he meets this girl named Britta in his Spanish class who is really hot I don't know, I don't know he, like, he like he's into her the worst. But, the worst. Um, so he, she, he hears that she's really struggling for the Spanish test and so he says that he has a Spanish study group and he is a certified Spanish tutor and he only invites her because he wants to just like get some alone time with her. He's like, "Huh, oh, I guess the rest of the group didn't show up." And then like she invites this guy Abed, who then invites like four other people. <laughs> so then they become a study group, and it's sort of like we mentioned before about Guardians, like a band of misfits growing to be a family. But it is just basically pop culture, the TV show. Yes, and it's <laughs> the showrunner is Dan Harmon, who's the co-creator of Rick and Morty. Um, and uh, like we mentioned, the Russo brothers directed like a whole ton of episodes. And they've a lot of the community cast stars have been <clears throat> featured in Russo brothers Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, Danny Pudi was in was Winter like Soldier. Jim Rash, who's the dean in the school, also an Oscar winner, um, He's an Oscar was winner. in uh, Civil War. And then the event, Nicole Brown was in Endgame. And so and was then- Ken Jeong. And Ken Jong, and then Don Glover was—he played uh, Miles Morales' uncle in Spider-Man: Homecoming. That was probably like the biggest community. Yeah. Role. Um, 
It is such a good show. You need to watch it. This is a show that I watched when I... Um, it was, like, not, like, the best time. Like, I was, like, struggling with stuff. And yeah. I watched that, and it, like, really helped me. It was a show that really spoke to me. Wow. It's also... Um, it's a wacky show, but it's also very real. Like, if that makes yeah, sense. It's, like, it's grounded in reality, but also, like, so crazy. And if you like musical episodes, this, which I do, I <laughs> love when a show has a musical episode, as it's dumb as that sound. There's so many numbers, of them. Like, uh, the Christmas special. Yeah, there's a Christmas special where they're all singing, two um, of them. Yeah, my uh, my sister's boyfriend got me into the show. Shout out Connor, if you're listening. Um, he, you know, he like loved the show and his whole family loved the show and he, you know, had my sister watch it and then he told me that I should watch it and then I started watching it. And I like finished it last year and it was just, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I was just hooked. The, the comedic timing is so, it's like, it's so fast and zany. And All the actors are phenomenal on so it. So many, it's like so quotable. Yeah, um, we, we like speak, we have entire conversations mm-hmm. pretty much in community quotes. And like uh, <laughs> Will's roommate, Matt, he was like, I swear to God, one day I will understand what you guys are talking about. And yeah, the show is actually kind of the inspiration for this show, like you yeah, said. So they're in the show, they're the two characters, Troy and Abed, Donald Glover and Danny Pudi. They have this, their own little talk show kind of thing called Troy and Abed in the Morning. So we've just straight copied it. Uh, but um, <laughs> they, uh, what they do, they like... It's not really like real. Like they're they pretend they're like looking at cameras, but they have fans. It's it's odd. It's really good. Yeah, um, I, I feel like a lot of our like we we're not explaining some of these shows really well, but just watch it. It's on Hulu. <laughs> the entire show is on Hulu. Um, something else about the show is that it kind of like reflects life in a way because as the seasons go on, certain people leave or certain people like mm. the the. <clears throat> study group changes yeah. and the people all are changing like they're Characters going on with their lives develop. by the end of the show um i mean i'm not going to spoil like anything yeah. that happens like at the oh. end of the show but people like <clears throat> the characters kind of have their own lives yeah, and like is, things that it's have changed it's a really satisfying ending yeah and um we're both crossing our fingers for a movie yeah it's supposed to one of the jokes in the show is that the one character who's very like meta always talking about <laughs> pop culture yeah uh, wants uh, six seasons, six seasons in a movie. Like so that's every a year at Greendale, he's like, you know, this is season three of our lives together. When it's just like the third year, and uh, there have been six <clears throat> seasons of the show now. So now we're just waiting for the movie, which I don't think everyone, it's going to happen. All of the cast are everyone in the cast is like, I'm ready, but it's just Donald Glover is too busy being like the most famous person ever. I feel like it would be hard. <laughs> I think to it was kind of similar when Arrested Development got re um, <clears throat> like revived on Netflix. <laughs> The show kind of had to change its style because all of the actors were successful and doing other things and like no one could schedule their time around and i feel like it's kind of similar now because is the joel McHale show still happening on netflix uh, yeah, uh, i don't know well it was a thing but like obviously donald glover is uh doing his own thing right yeah, now also Breeze on Glow. he is oh my god he is amazing so um, it, i think it would be hard to get them all together for a movie i'd love to see it i think if donald glover was available then they could definitely do it i think it needs to happen like i think I, he is probably the one like at least the biggest thing stopping it from happening because i think all the entire cast is down except maybe chippy chase i don't know um, oh yeah a little controversy there but um i think like everyone is like game to do it there's like a huge fan base 
I mean, it's not like huge, but it's definitely dedicated. Super dedicated. But uh, yeah, it's an amazing show. Watching on Hulu. Um, Do okay. you want to skip the music? I think we're gonna skip. The music. Okay, so now we're gonna transition to a talking point. This is gonna be now what most of the show from now on is gonna be. We're gonna like take a little bit of like pop culture stuff and talk about it. So today's topic is Joker. Yeah, it's coming out. Joker soon. movie. Come. It opens October fourth. Little little uh, IMDb description. An original standalone origin story of the iconic villain not seen before on the big screen. It's a gritty character study of Arthur Fleck, a man disregarded by society, and a broader cautionary tale. Um, it's written and directed by Todd Phillips, who wrote and directed all three Hangover movies. I did not know. I knew. Okay. Well, well I like I read didn't it. Know that. I didn't know. Yeah. No, but I knew. And he also produced A Star Is Born. Still haven't seen. I haven't seen them either. Uh, stars. Um, <laughs> I figured it out it is Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Because we didn't know how to say this guy's name. It's Joaquin Phoenix. He's been in um, the movies Her, uh, Walk the Line. I saw, I've seen Her. It's a really great mm-hmm. film. I think it's on Netflix about it is. this guy I, that falls I, in love with this AI played by Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. It has uh, Zazie Beetz, who was in Atlanta, Donald Glover's show. Go on, yeah. It's great she's show. She's also um, Domino in Deadpool 2. Yeah. And she's Robin- also German, or is from Germany. She speaks fluent German. Oh, so yeah. I hope she there's speaks like German whole, in this movie. There's like movie. a whole episode in. Um, <laughs> Atlanta, where they like do like a little German fest. They yeah. go to, like a little. German I hope there's a scene where like she just randomly starts speaking in German. Yeah, uh, and Robert De Niro's in it. You know, we all know him. I don't really know. No, <laughs> I don't know who that is. But um, it's gotten a lot of praise at the Venice Film Festival. It won the Golden Lion, which is the highest awards. I think it's kind of like Best Picture there, and it got an eight-minute standing. Which ovation. yeah, that surprised me. <laughs> and it is currently sitting at seventy-seven on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, but recently. There's been a lot of like backpedaling from the hype because now people are like, oh, it's too violent and gory, uh, and it could inspire like school shooters. Like, people are like, well, there's already a culture around the Joker. <clears throat> Have you seen those like things where yeah. it's like, we live in a society? We live in a society. I hate those. Uh, there's, a, yeah, like people glorify the Joker all the time, which yeah. I don't really understand, but and um, but there's the the controversy kind of started with this one guy. Robbie Cullen, who Robbie Cullen, who wrote for the the Telegraph, uh, he tweeted out his article, and his the tweet said, "Here's my opinion of the Joker. I think it's a very good film, and I'm worried someone's going to get killed." So, it be, I mean, we we were going to read the article, but you have to like get it. I did. No, I figured oh, it. I read it. Yeah, I read it. Okay, so tell us about it because I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it? Well, um, I don't have a subscription. You, it's a free one. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't have. To, I've been busy. Okay, but um. Let me pull it up. Yeah. I'm very professional here. Mm-hmm. We are set up. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I think it, I, th- I think the basic concept is, like, it's very gory, and his, like, psychotic nature is very, like, you know, prevalent, and it might inspire, like, some people who also are a little mentally disturbed to, like, go out and do something terrible, I guess. I think that's where it... Um, yeah, there's. This, uh, I did see something uh, in another article where someone it was Time Magazine trashed the movie because um, mm. it, like you said, it's been getting a lot of praise. But the person who wrote this article said that yeah. uh, the movie was just all like reaction gifs, basically of like things that like oh people are going to be like posting online all the time of like mm. violent stuff or like things that Joker's doing. <laughs> Yeah. Said that like Joaquin is usually a good actor, but in this he's just like overacting all the time, and that, mm-hmm. um, that he uh, that it's glorifying um, 
like it's glorifying the character and they want you to sympathize with him which is kind of not the best not idea really because great. of the because kind of the culture right now that we have all yeah. like the shootings and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like a big part of the movie is him kind of like starting an uprising of sorts yeah. I don't think that's a spoiler but um kind of just like rallying the people which yeah. in this kind of climate I don't know if that's the best thing to be glorifying yeah, or having people sympathize with yeah, but we also I haven't seen the movie so I don't know like yeah, exactly it how it comes out October 4th which I'm definitely gonna be able to see it yeah but uh, there's a lot of Oscar buzz uh, Joaquin Phoenix is you know people are like Joaquin Phoenix for best actor Todd Phillips for best director and Joker for best picture maybe I mean uh, Shape of Water and Roma are two movies that also won the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival they were both nominated for best picture in Shape of Water if you remember one best picture Mm-hmm. A weird movie. I never seen, seen it? it. It was weird. It was like kind of beautiful, but also really weird. Watch. Um, yeah, but uh, so there's a lot of um, good stuff people are saying about it, and then there's a lot of um, not so good. stuff. I remember when I first heard that it was coming out, I was a little like, really? <laughs> like, this is, this is weird. Do we? Well, not just like this is weird, but like, do we really need it? Um, I mean, I like how DC is sort of like trying to be less like Marvel and trying to yeah. use like cinematic universe, like all Justice League and all that. Like that wasn't really good. Yeah. Well, this isn't going to be, this is interesting. It's not going to be part of the like DC, like extended yeah. universe. I'm not a big fan of those movies. Like I like, we just saw Shazam yeah. like a little while back. Oh, I liked it. I liked it, but yeah. they never been like my favorite, but this yeah. is kind of its own standalone thing. It's not yeah, like, really uh, as connected. Robert Pattinson's new Batman. Like people are oh, like, yeah. are Robert Pattinson and Joaquin Phoenix ever going to be in a movie together? And they're like, no. So, like, Joker's kind of its own thing, I which think I think is interesting. I think it's interesting um, that they're not using any kind of, like, as far as I know, they're not using, like, the source, like, classic, like, Joker source material. Yeah, they're the, sort of, like, making it its own character. The classic I, story is that, that... a lot of people are upset about, that it's not really going to be necessarily comic Oh, I like that better. <laughs> but, like the, uh, may, not really a spoiler, but if you like uh, Batman's parents getting murdered... Yeah, That's they're gonna movie, do that again. Um, well, I Thomas, read, I know like Thomas Wayne's in like yeah, Thomas dad. Wayne's like a pro- prevalent role. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah um, I'm definitely gonna go see it. I know the, I know like the original like story or like the most like popular <laughs> one is that like Joker. He's like this guy who we don't know his name, and yeah. he's like uh, like mentally ill, and then he gets he falls in or is pushed by Batman. I can't remember into like a thing of acid and that. He becomes yeah. the Joker. This is not going to be that. This is its own like standalone yeah, story. Yeah, that's why I'm, it's really intriguing. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, <clears throat> um, how do you think that he'll Joaquin Phoenix will hold up as like playing the Joker? So, I know a lot of people really love <laughs> Heath Ledger's Joker, which I also he do love. Great, yeah. I think my favorite Joker is Mark Hamill, though he did it in on the animated, the animated series in the Arkham games, which my is where I've seen him is from. Definitely Jared Leto. Uh, well, you can. All right, show's over. <laughs> you can leave yeah, now. Right, bye, guys. Suicide Squad was not a good movie. No, I don't know how the new one's going to be. But um, no, but see, I'm looking forward to the new Suicide Squad because James Gunn is directing it. They have a massive amount of star power. That's true. But so did the last John one. John is in it. Um, but like, I I have confidence in James Gunn. We'll see. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, Mark Hamill's always been my favorite Joker just because, like... Um, yeah, I don't really know too much about, like, Oscar Romero or Jack Nicholson. Like, they're... Who did they're I, when did Oscar Romero... Uh, Oscar Romero was, like, in the original uh, TV show with, like, Adam West. Oh, like, the 60s... Oh, okay, I know nothing Batman. about that, yeah. Uh, and then Jack Nicholson, Jack was, Nicholson in the, was, good. Um, was in the Tim Burton ones with Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen those, so I don't know. But yeah, I well, like the little clips I've seen. But like, I hope they don't try to <clears throat> make it exactly like Heath Ledger's because I feel like it's more leaning toward that than like the Jared Leto yeah, one I, or like, the Mark Hamill. It's just one. like from the stuff I've seen, it seems like they're sort of emphasizing the Joker's descent to madness, which I feel like the psychotic nature of the Joker was really like up, like pre- prevalent in um, uh, the Dark Knight. And, like, Heath Ledger's Joker was definitely, like, playing on, like, the insanity of the character, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really have a lot of jokes because he's the Joker. And there is the one part he's like, I'm going to make this pencil disappear. And then he, like, stabs the guy in the head. He's like, ta-da! Yeah. That's, like, the um, only kind of joke in that movie. I feel, yeah, like, Batman stuff has been <clears throat> constantly and constantly rebooted. Um, kind of like yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so that made me skeptical at first. I'm looking... After seeing all the trailers, though, and everything... I'm definitely really... I'm looking, I'm looking forward, forward to it. It like, doesn't seem is, like it's just like, we're doing Batman again, we're doing yeah, Joker again. This is like the first time that I'm like looking forward to a DC movie because I'm a big Marvel fan and a very not big Yeah, we're DC Marvel. We're I don't, Marvel I don't really boys. like DC, but uh, you know, I'm actually looking forward to this because it's different, which um, I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, it says here you bring up DC Black. Oh, I don't really know that much about that. I, that's like what I was talking was about. Like how it's standalone. Stuff? I don't know about TV shows, but <coughs> like how this isn't going to be in like the DC extended universe. I don't know if it's called DC Black. I couldn't like really get a lot of info on it, but I think this is the start of like more mm-hmm. one-off standalone films, which I think could be really good for DC because a big problem with them is I think they tried to copy the They're Marvel formula Marvel. and they did it too fast, mm-hmm. so it didn't really work out as much. Not to say that they're all horrible movies or anything, but they don't have the same like you don't get the same satisfaction from it because there's not as much build up and they're just kind of like all right yeah. justice league and now they're, they're we're doing just, batman superman they're so now. focused on like doing like these connections and like they're so i think they're so focused on like foreshadowing and like mm-hmm. setting up stuff which i think was also a big problem with um sony's like amazing spider-man yeah. movies i think they just focus too much on setup like expecting their movies to be good I think this will be a nice change of pace because these will be character driven. Like it won't necessarily be we're setting up for the next movie. We're setting up for the next. I think movie. yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. October fourth comes out, um, and we'll probably talk about it once it comes out a little bit. At least. Yeah, we can we can talk about it once we see it. Um, maybe we can start doing like reviews on this. Yeah, show. like we, it could be like like yeah. fuck few minutes or something. What we think? We're still uh, trying to figure out what. This yeah, show this is a uh, this is like our test run. We've Working I've never done like a live. Or a recorded yeah, show like this I before. I was on a ra- well, like my. Uh, All right sister- then. Okay, well, no, <laughs> like, no, it was like my, uh, you know, my sister's boyfriend again. When I visited Fairfield, when I was like looking for colleges, mm-hmm. um, he had a radio show, and he was like, "Who should you come on?" And I like I sat there. We just like played some games <laughs> and stuff, but that sort of got me interested in like I would like to do my own radio show. This is fun, and now yeah. here we are. Um, if you don't have anything, if you don't have anything else, uh, we got, can like, I start to five more minutes. Is well, don't we have commercials, though? We do. I mean, I don't think it's like five minutes of commercials. How much like, is it? Yeah, it's not. It's like Okay, well, we can like start talking about yeah. stuff. Um, do you know what I'm doing? I'm seeing... Have you heard of the Peanut Butter Falcon? I have. I want to see that. I'm seeing it tonight. Okay. Carlos. Um, nice. I... So what I've heard is that... I don't really know too much about it, but I've heard it's like kind of like a modern Mark Twain tale. That's what it seems like. And it has yeah. our boy Shia. Shia in it. <laughs> Um, and then so I think it's in like another movie I think it's called Honey I think it's in Shia LaBeouf's in like another movie and I've heard like 
he might get like double Oscar nominations. He's not a bad actor. He's just he been in weird stuff. Really weird <laughs> and he did stuff that like weird, that. like, he will not divide us thing. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's weird. Um, I mean, I don't know. But it looks interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else will come out? Have you seen the trailer for Knives Out? I have. That looks that good. That looks really good. With the, uh, our boy Ryan Johnson, director of the greatest Star Wars Oh, movie yeah. Ever. Star Wars is coming out in December. Star Wars. Wow. Um, it's the end of the saga. I want to see Anakin Force Ghost. Uh, uh, that's my only hope. I cannot. I'm I'm excited. Like, although I'm not really a big fan of these new Star Wars. Uh, yeah, movies, me neither. But like, y- like you have to see. Once it. Disney Plus drops, I'm going to do like a marathon oh, of all of the Star Wars yeah. movies before I go see it. So I think I'll be a little more excited yeah. then. That's um, coming out soon, Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I feel um, like we could do. Maybe we could talk about that next show because I feel definitely. Like there's like a lot of stuff we could talk about. There. Yeah, I'm um, buying that one. I'm a I'm a Disney shill guy. So. Um, <laughs> shot for you. Hey, I mean, it, okay, I'll I'll pay and stuff. It's six seven dollar. I don't know. That's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, DC Plus on its own is like seven dollars, and they also have a bundle because you know Disney owns everything. There's a bundle that's going to come out with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. For like twelve ninety nine, which is still cheaper than Netflix. it's also free in the Netherlands right now until it launches. I think they just wanted they wanted to do a test run in a smaller country, but it's free there. They're like people like, are like, "Yep, I'm watching all these things." Yeah, we could probably talk about it like the next year. But like Disney is making money moves with this. Like when it when it first got announced, I was like, "This is so dumb." It's gonna care. have so much. But now, like they announced like all the MCU. Oh, they're not gonna shows. be there at first. Oh, the yeah, new shows, but the, the new shows, the movies aren't gonna have, be there at the start, um, but. The entirety of The Simpsons is going to be on. Oh, there. yeah. Um, all Disney movies, all these Star Wars movies. Um, High School Musical, the musical. The musical, the yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about I'm that. I'm excited. But, so it looks like it's yeah. about time to wrap up. So, wrap up. so uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. This is uh, this was our first episode, so we're still getting the feel of things. Um, yes. If, uh, make sure to follow us at, at WC in the morning on Instagram. Um, and uh, we also are on SoundCloud. If you just go and search Will and Christian in the morning, you'll find us. We'll be posting episodes after the live taping. Yeah, so if you if you miss the episode, yeah. it's no worries if you have something and, um, during free period. We will, uh, we're, I'm going to think, maybe set up a Spotify thing too. Yeah. Um, too. We might in the future have guests on the show. We might have people call in if you're interested. And if you have any suggestions for us questions comments uh feel free to dm the instagram account uh i don't know how if it's set up where you can dm it but um Uh, i don't know well we'll we'll have to look at it but But, yeah um, if you want to like interact with us thank you for tuning in we're gonna be here every thursday from 11 to 12 st joe's students free period you have no excuse not to listen exactly and uh thank you for joining us on the show thanks for listening we'll see you next week